Welcome to the Meaningful Motherhood Podcast, a show for women seeking insight and inspiration around how to create their very own personal brand of motherhood, one that is both meaningful and more importantly, which works for them, their children, their family and their life. And now, here's your host, women's health occupational therapist, Sarah Hoisler. Hello and welcome back to the Meaningful Motherhood podcast. Uh, So here we are, it's February in 2018, I just had to double check that in my mind, and we're back from our little extended podcast vacation. So honestly, I had planned to bring the podcast back a little earlier than February the 5th. Um, but I got tonsillitis over the summer holidays. Who gets tonsillitis in summer? But apparently I do. So I was sick in bed for about two weeks and then it took a good couple of weeks for me to regain my voice as well. And you can probably hear that I'm still a little bit scratchy. So apologies, you might have some scratchy interviews and podcasts for the next couple of weeks coming at you, but hey, that's life. And I'm recording this in my kitchen at the breakfast bar, so I don't have superpower editing skills to fix it. So apologies for the dodgy voice, but um, hopefully it won't be too stressful for you to listen to me. So today I thought I'd talk to you a little bit about five little lessons that I learned or perhaps had reinforced to me over these summer holidays. So um, here in Australia, if you're listening from overseas, we have about a six-week summer holiday period off of school. Um, And this year was a bit of a special one, actually, because um, it was a summer holiday period before my youngest daughter would start school in reception in her first year of proper schooling after finishing kindy last year. Um, and it was also a time where my husband actually took five weeks of long service leave and he has not had that amount of time off of work since he was actually at school as a youngster. So it was a great experience for him to actually have a really solid break from work as well, which was great. So it was a little bit of, um, bit of a transition holiday for us, I suppose, in that we were moving into this phase where we were about to have two kids at school full time. Um, My youngest had finished childcare, so we weren't having any vacation care or anything like that booked in. Um, We weren't working a lot. Obviously, my husband was on long service leave from Christmas, and I just had one week of work booked in over January sometime. So the rest of the time was free for us, which was unheard of. (laughs) So it was, um, yeah, it was a bit of a, a different time for us, and it was much different to our regular daily life. So we had such a great time. We stayed at home for a little bit, but then we also traveled a little bit just locally in our state. Um, we traveled to a couple of different locations for Christmas and New Year's and, um, you know, catching up with friends, camping and heading down to the shack with some friends as well. So we had a few different trips away, which was great. So I thought we might just share, or I might just share a couple of my my learnings. So number one, holidays are so important for families. Um, There's this little meme that goes around and I guess maybe I see it because I'm in this 
hashtag entrepreneurial space and it goes something like uh, don't spend your life waiting for holidays create a life that you love so that you never need to take a vacation from it and you know while that's a lovely sentiment <laughs> I don't think it works for about 98 and a half percent of the population because the majority of us have jobs that we need to attend through the year on a regular basis and for those of us that have kids you know if we're not planning on homeschooling or unschooling them then we need to fit into um, a school year process as well so life can get you know a little bit mundane I suppose with the rigmarole of work and school and that whole process of of filling your days with work and school and your weeks and counting down to the holidays and that sort of thing. And, you know, there are some people who can do that whole lifestyle where they live holidays all the time, but majority of us don't. So it's okay to look forward to holidays, you know, and I think they're really important. And like I said, this year my hubby had five weeks off, so we had so much time to do things together you know, we could do our own things, my husband and I, with the other one looked after the children. We did things together as a big family. Um, we did things on our own with the kids each. We got to work on projects around the home. But we had lots of time to reconnect. Um, and like I said, you know, that rigmarole of those 10 weeks a year of work and school, you know, those 10-week terms, it can sometimes be a bit treadmillish and, you know, you're just getting through the days, you know, you've got three o'clock pickup and you're getting through to dinner time and then you're doing the whole dinner, bath, bed routine and then you're just falling into bed yourself at the end because you're so exhausted. So holidays give you that amazing time to just connect in really simple, low stress ways just by being together so you know we could have sleep-ins and the kids could come and jump into bed with us and snuggle in the morning or we could stay up late watching movies without worrying about getting up in time for school or work the next day um, and even though like I said we did go away a couple of times during the holidays a lot of this happened at home so you don't need to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on plane travel and hotels but I guess what my take-home message here is you know, book some holidays in, even if you're just staying at home, make sure that you make use of that holiday time that you get from your work or from school and just find a way to just have some simple, quiet time with the family to reconnect in those, you know, weeks or days even of the year where you can actually spend some time together. Having said that, <laughs> point number two is that holidays may be a holiday, but they're still work for parents, <laughs> at least for a few more years. So um, at one point on our holidays, we were camping with some families, some other families who had similar age kids down at Robe in South Australia in the southeast. And um, we were, so my kids are, like I said, four and seven. My four-year-old's about to turn five in a couple of weeks. Um, but we were driving along Long Beach, which is a very long beach, very uh named very imaginatively <laughs> but we were driving along long a long long beach just leaving um our day at the beach and i looked out the window <laughs> all these women all these little groups of families zooming past as we zoom past and there was groups of families playing cricket and um having barbecues and things like that and there was all these women, all these mums, just sitting in their beach chairs or lying on their towels, reading a book. <laughs> I was like, they're reading a book. 
they're not standing in the water looking after toddlers or applying sunscreen every 45 seconds or helping out building sandcastles and and like I had been doing for the past couple of hours and I realized that you know these are just mums whose kids are a little bit older you know but I was so jealous of these mums oh my gosh I just come off hours of basically lifeguard duty vigilantly watching over my children in the water and I thought, oh, if only I could just bring the kids down to the beach and just sit down and read a book for two hours. How amazing would that be? But I'm not there yet. So, yeah, family holidays are great, but they're still work for parents. There's still a lot of lifeguarding and there's still a lot of showering kids in the uh, in the caravan park and walking with them to the toilet because they're too young to go anywhere on their own and helping out, getting them bottles of water because they're still a bit young and all that kind of stuff. So, it would be nice to have a fully relaxing holiday one day, but for now, holidays are still a little bit of work. Point number three, husbands are completely capable. <laughs> and I hope this is true for, for your husband as well. And I know, unfortunately, this is not the reality for for everyone. You know, I know we don't live in a perfect world and, and there are women out there and men, I suppose, who have partners as well who are not very helpful, who are not around. But by and large... In most families, husbands are pretty capable of looking after their kids. Um, like I said earlier in the piece, I had tonsillitis for two whole weeks. Um, so we had to come home early from our friend's shack because I was so sick. Um, so I was basically bedridden for the first week while I was sick. So my husband had to look after the kids for that whole time. So he was the one that took them um, to the beach and took them bowling and took them shopping and took them to art workshops. And I stayed in bed with a fever of 40.7 or something ridiculous, just trying to be well. Um, and then in the second week, I was still quite unwell and I had to stay home, whereas my husband, we had planned to go and visit his family um, down the beach for a few days as well. So my husband took the girls on his own to go down there with them. So, um, yeah, and he managed. Of course he did because he's their dad and he cares about them and he's 40 years old and he's perfectly capable of looking after our children. Um, and I think sometimes we forget that dad's are capable and are able to do things um, and sometimes we just need to let them to do that so hopefully it doesn't take you getting a bout of tonsillitis before you let the hubby or the partner take over the kids for a little few days um, but it was really nice just having him home for those holidays and understanding that he could look after those kids while I was sick that was so good Tip four, traveling with other families with kids your own age is the bomb. Oh my gosh, it was so awesome. So we were camping with about six or seven other families. Um, and earlier in the holiday, we'd also been down the shack um, that our friends own, where there was probably about you know three or four other families there as well. Um, and my kids were the youngest of all of them. So there were other children about... Ella's age um, but Maisie was the youngest one when we were at camping at the campground um, and when we were at the shack there was a couple other kids that were a little bit younger than Maisie as well so there was heaps of kids they my kids got to go and meet all these other kids um, that were older than them that had had different you know life experiences they did different activities they went to different schools um, and, you know, it was a real lesson for them in, in learning to be part of a community. You know, they, they were thrust out of their comfort zone with their own 
you know, family and friends and into this world with other kids that they probably, you know, they had met some of them, but they hadn't met others. Um, and they had to figure out how to get along with these kids, but it was great because it meant they had other kids to play with. They weren't at each other's throats all the time. So normally what happens is if we have two weeks holiday at home by ourselves, my kids are over each other by the end of that holiday. <laughs> and um, they're literally fighting and clawing and jumping on top of each other. So when they've got other kids around, they um, are not scrapping at each other quite so much. And also they get different experiences. So, you know, some of the older kids would um, encourage them to go on the flying fox, which they might not do on their own. Um, and there was one day where some of the older kids helped them make a big seashell stall at the caravan park where they spent literally the whole day selling seashells they'd collected off the beach to random <laughs> caravan park guests so it was just a great experience for them and I'd always encourage you, if you can to do something similar big group of family friends and lots of kids hanging out at the caravan park so much fun so many amazing memories made and the final lesson I learnt in my little summer holiday this year is that letting go is hard oh my gosh so I've just talked about the fact that there was all these kids here at the caravan park um, and my eldest daughter, she just wanted to be with them all the time, which meant me making a decision about spending my entire holidays chasing her around on her bike down at the playground or trusting her enough and these other children enough who are a little bit older than her to let them go to the caravan park playground by themselves or to let them go to the bike park by to the bike track at the caravan park by themselves. Um, and that was tricky. You know, I've never let my children go off unattended without an adult before anywhere. <laughs> um, you know, and with my littlest one, who's nearly five, I still didn't let her go. I still went with her most places. I kind of let her go, you know, down halfway down the down the aisle of the caravan park to other people's tents and things like that. But that was so hard for me to do. Um, and you know, maybe someone would call me a helicopter parent. Perhaps I am. I don't think I really am. But I found it really difficult. I found it really, really difficult to let these kids go and to have them out of my eyesight without them being in the care of another adult that I knew and trusted. Um, but they were fine, you know. And and the caravan park is probably one of the best places to let them do that, to let them have that little bit of independence. Um and there were a couple of instances that I had to pull my oldest one up where she would go off without telling me, you know, that was part of our rules that she had to tell me if she was going to go somewhere. Um, so there was a lot of learning between the two of us there. Um, but there was, yeah, definitely some challenges there for me, but something that I'm going to have to face and deal with a whole lot more in the coming few years as both my children mature and age a little bit more and head into their um you know middle and upper primary years over the next few years I'm going to have to find a way to accept that <laughs> please you know wish me luck on that journey so there we go five little quick learnings slash reinforcements of learnings um that I gathered over the last couple of months of my summer holidays. So it's great to be back. I'm really sorry about my voice. Um, so I am going to call it quits now, but I would love to hear from you um, and what you thought about this episode. So feel free to leave a comment on the episode 
on Facebook or shoot me a message in the Meaningful Motherhood Tribe Facebook page and let me know what you think and let me know what your learnings were over these summer holidays. You know, we're back at school for a week or two now, I think maybe three weeks for you Queenslanders up there. Um, so if you had a bit of time to sit back and reflect on your holidays and how it went, let me know. Um, and let me know how you're going dealing with the whole back to school thing as well. So until next time, thank you for listening. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Meaningful Motherhood podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would absolutely love it if you could please subscribe to the podcast or leave a review on iTunes. I'd also love to hear any feedback or suggestions you might have on how I can make this show even better. And finally, please remember this disclaimer that this podcast is designed for education and entertainment purposes only, and in no way is any part of it intended as diagnostic or treatment advice. So if something in this podcast has raised queries about your own well-being, I would please ask you that you seek appropriate medical support from your personal GP or another practitioner. However, if you would like some more information on seeing myself for personalised occupational therapy support, you can please refer to my website at www.bloomwellbeing.com.au. Thank you.